and welcome to today's Dell Technologies podcast with Jeff Morris, Head of Product Management, Asia Pacific and Japan with Dell Technologies. He's going to tell us how the role of desktops is evolving to meet the needs of tomorrow's workforce and how Dell Technologies has redefined and streamlined its desktop options to make it much easier and simpler for organizations to choose the optimal solution for every requirement. And as always, I'm your host, Stephen Fennick. I'm a longtime tech journalist and regular TV and radio presenter. Before we start, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of our country and acknowledge their continuing connection to land, water and community. We acknowledge the culture, the history and the languages of our First Nation peoples and pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. We'd also like to thank our partner, Microsoft. Dell Technologies recommends Windows 11 Pro for business. Desktops play a vital role in most organizations. Now, with hybrid working becoming standard practice in the wake of the pandemic, there's a whole new market for business-grade desktop technology. It's really no wonder IDC reported the global desktop market growing 8% year on year. There are a few other drivers that will make 2023 a big year in the desktop market. Typical refresh cycles in desktops are three to five years. The last big kicker for the market was in 2019 in the run-up to the end of support for Windows 7 in January 2020. Support for Windows 8.1 ended in January 2023, and the first big update to Windows 11, 22H2, has just become available with Microsoft saying it marks the start of a process of continuous innovation. So it's very timely for a new approach that will make desktops easier to buy, easier to configure, and easier to manage. Now let's hear from Jeff about how Dell Technologies is doing this with its new Optiplex desktop range. Welcome back, Jeff. We've spoken a few times now. How are you going? Good, Stephen. Thanks for having me back again. How do you think Microsoft's new continuous innovation approach will affect the desktop market? So when I, when I think about you know, Microsoft's approach to continuous innovation, I look at it two ways. So from a consumer experience, what that means for them with Microsoft is Microsoft's going to introduce uh, new features, new updates faster, where in the past, historically, Microsoft used to release these updates in what we know as service packs. So it means from a consumer point of view, they're going to get those updates a lot faster. Obviously, for IT, uh, you know, stability is key. So for IT, that's a bit of a challenge, right? Because their environments are generally more complex. And I'm sure Microsoft does a lot of testing for continuous innovation. Uh, but they've also, you know, made it an option for IT where they can actually decide when they want those innovation updates to come to an IT organization. So uh, that's that's really important. So from a desktop point of view, uh, Windows will continue to evolve uh, quickly. And obviously with those innovations coming fast, you know, we need to make sure that we're delivering the right hardware to take advantage of those improvements. What do you think will be the main impacts of greatly increased and formalized home working on the desktop market? 
Yeah, we're now moving from working from home uh, to working from anywhere. And and Dell has invested a lot of time researching this with our customers and partners. So uh, we have a research paper we re- recently wrote, which is called the Innovation Index Research Paper. And it showed like 88% of IT decision makers believe remote workers have as much, if not more opportunity to innovate as on-site workers. Uh, Forrester also, who we worked with on a workforce survey, suggested that 70% of organizations allow more employees to work remote. And again, back to our innovation index, 74% of IT decision makers agree they should be providing more technology for the individual needs and preferences of those users. So we believe that, you know, um, mobile computing alone uh, won't help address those needs and that desktop plays a powerful role in that work from anywhere space. A good example of that would be an all-in-one desktop. You know, it's a great solution for users who require uh, you know, a lot of performance uh, but want everything integrated. They don't want to have to deal with docking stations and Bluetooths and connecting other things. Pretty much everything is built in. You've got a powerful processor. You've got a built-in webcam. You've got a built-in conference speaker in there. You just plug it in and you're ready to go. So we, we see scenarios like that when people are working from anywhere where they would have either, you know, traditionally a mobile device, but also we see people using a powerful desktop based on their role. Hybrid working is defined as a work style that enables employees to blend working from different locations, home, on the go, or in the office. How will this need for mobility and flexibility impact what people look for in a desktop? So at Dell, you know, we're focused on helping our customers work and innovate from everywhere. And how we do that is we focus in on three areas. One, we obviously want to delight the end user. So we focus in on endless, seamless collaboration and productivity. Two, we focus in on simplifying IT, which is really important. So we help modernize an IT and clear the way for a superior user experience. And the third one, again, and one would say really important these days, is you know we're advancing sustainability. But how and where people work will determine the vice, which is why we've also redefined our personas to focus in on what you do versus where you work. So an example of that would be a producer. So a producer represents 50% of the workforce. They work on average 2.8 days a week from the office. They're task focused and their key needs are performance. They're using unique software and they have a complex productivity ecosystem. And their motivation is one, they want to focus on efficiency. Two is goal and being customer centric. And three is time to completion. A producer has uh, twice as much desktop user than any other persona and it's the largest mix of verticals in our research. So that's why the desktop is an ideal form factor for a producer to help them get their work done faster. What other changes in use cases do you see impacting the desktop market and how? Yeah, big change we see is obviously you talked about earlier, you know, Windows 7 went into life and now we've had Windows 8 recently go, go into support. So Microsoft will no longer support these systems with updates. And that leads a lot of organizations exposed. Uh, actually, Microsoft estimates it is about 30% of the Windows install base is still running one of these older operating systems. Um, and when you think about these operating systems, they're no longer being updated. You're potentially exposed to uh, being attacked uh, from malicious actors uh, and trying to steal your information. And if we, we look forward again in the next couple of years, you know, Windows 10 will follow suit in 2025. 
The last big refresh we really had, as you mentioned earlier, was in 2019. That was driven by, you know, the Windows 7 and the life going to Windows 10. And historically, desktops have got a longer life cycle uh, than notebooks. So we feel this year is the time where, you know, those 2019 devices are due for refresh. And when we think about refreshing those devices with a new device, you know, the ideal operating system for that would be the Windows 11 operating system. You know, it's powerful out-of-the-box protection, including efficient safeguards with paths toward less security and app control. You know, Microsoft estimate there's a 58% drop in security incidents with Windows 11 Pro devices. The new Optiplex range is designed to make configuration and purchasing easier. That aside, can you summarize the main benefits and features of the new models from a user's or IT department's perspective? Like what sets them apart? So Stephen, we pride ourselves on constantly listening to feedback from our customers and partners. And what we heard from them was, number one, they want to buy a system that fits their needs based on features and not based on a model number. Two, we've heard from IT that they're looking for a standard image. So regardless of the devices, they may have a mix of large and small desktops, for example. They want to have the same image, the same software load on there. They want the same driver to work across those platforms. And they want the same BIOS or firmware uh, to be common across those systems to improve operations. And the third one is they like simplicity. You know, they, they don't understand the alphabet soup or the numeric soup of, you know, when we're advertising products with these different model numbers, our customers don't necessarily understand the nuances or the difference between them. So they're, they're asking for, hey, make it simple for me to understand, you know, how I purchase a desktop. So it's appropriate for Dell, really, in, in our 30th year of our Optiplex brand, that we go back to our roots and we're going back to having a single offering. Today, we have three different series. We have a 3,000, 5,000, 7,000 series. Uh, in the March timeframe, we'll just have Optiplex. There will be no more series. But we still focus on making sure that the customer can get a desktop based on what they need and their budget. Uh, we simplify the maintenance. We've simplified the purchase path, so how they go online and choose this device will be a lot simpler than what they see today. And as I said, they still get that same level of configuration. So, you know, whether they just need something that is um, not so powerful or they need a very powerful system, they will have that flexibility. But ultimately, you will just have one brand, which is Optiplex. The new next-gen Optiplex family will be easy to configure, purchase, and manage. It's easy to see how configuration and purchasing have been streamlined, but how will management be easier? Will it be because configurations have been simplified and streamlined, or are there other features that will make that management easier? So we'll still offer the same level of configurability that we had in our previous Optiplex offering, but in a simplified brand. So we're, we're, we're demystifying it and taking the confusion away between different model numbers. I'll give you one example. So I mentioned we have three different series today, three, five, and seven. Some of our competitors have 25 different models in the space. How do you basically as a consumer or an enterprise be able to determine which is which and based on what I need? So from our point of view, we've simplified that and the, the portfolio. You still get that same level of configuration. So you can start off small and you can go high. And then from a managing point of view, we have the ability now with our new portfolio where we can provide that advanced management capability, either starting off with vPro Essentials, 
which is your baseline systems management for IT to help IT manage those devices remotely or in the office, right up to vPro Enterprise which is a very powerful tool for allowing IT to manage that device in what we call in-band. So while it's actually uh, operating in an operating system, they can manage it or out of band where it's not running in an OS state and being able to manage that device. So our new Optiplex family will have that choice of either vPro Essentials right up into vPro Enterprise in our portfolio. Jeff, take us through the main user benefits from the new Optiplex range. So first one, as I've already mentioned, just a simplified portfolio. It, it seems like a funny thing, but you know, as we've shared with our customers prior to announcing this, they really love it. It's just you know very simple for them. They want to buy a desktop and then they just want to configure it. And they expect all those table stakes that we talked about in terms of the simple manage, uh, simplified IT management stability. Uh, the second thing is, uh, as we normally do when we launch new products, we usually launch them around the new architecture. So the new Optiplex desktop range will feature the Intel uh, 13th generation core processor. So that's a, that's a big one. So we, you'll see an increase in performance uh, going to that 13th gen Intel core processor. We've also redesigned our chassis. So because we simplified the portfolio, we still have five chassis in the family, uh, but we've also taken the opportunity to refresh those. And one of the things we've done is we continue to increase the amount of post-consumer recycled content using there. We're now up to 65% post-consumer recycled content that we use in these products. And we also are using ocean-bound plastics, which we started back in 2017. Um, along with having a very fast processor, it's also important to have a fast subsystem. So we've also added DDR5 memory to our portfolio. And then from an all-in-one point of view, uh, which obviously have the integrated display in them, our all-in-ones will feature 100% uh, low blue light panels as standard. And as I mentioned already, uh, our products will have the option of vPro Essentials or vPro Enterprise uh, throughout the whole portfolio. And then lastly, again, again, if you're working from home, our all-in-ones will also feature presence detection and intelligent audio. So presence detection being that as you walk in the room, the camera detects that you're in there and will actually uh, power up the system and will also then sign you with uh, Windows Hello. And intelligent audio will help ensure that you have a seamless conference experience by uh, drowning out any background noise so that the audience only hears you and not what's going on behind you. What do you see as the next kicker? for the desktop market and when can we expect it? Yeah, so we, we talked about this earlier. So 2019 was a big time in the industry where we saw a massive refresh shifting from Windows 7 to Windows 10. And we believe that the next shift is gonna happen this year uh, as we see those older devices, whether are Windows 7 and Windows 8, uh, be refreshed, especially in the desktop space with that long refresh cycle. So we believe the bulk of these devices will be due for refresh. And it's really important that, you know, people do consider refreshing them. Because if you think back to 2019, uh, particularly in the desktop space, the bulk of those devices will feature, you know, hard drives, mechanical parts moving in them. Whereas today, we've shifted to 100% solid state. And as we know, you know, mechanical parts degrade over time. Um, so that's, that's one thing you need to be conscious of. And then the second thing is, you know, with mechanical hard drives, as you store information on them, and the more information you store on them, they actually slow down. 
and they degrade the performance, which is why if you see what's happening with Microsoft, for example, you know, they're actually recommending moving forward and actually from, I can't remember the exact date, forgive me, but they're actually ruling out, you know, where you, if you buy a new system, it has to have a solid state drive as your primary boot device. For those reasons, we want to make sure a user has that seamless experience. And again, having that solid state drive, no moving parts. So again, that mechanical point of failure is eliminated. Can you look ahead and tell us what other changes we can expect down the track in the desktop market? Yeah, we've kind of talked about that a little bit already. So, you know, we're really excited with our new portfolio. It's the 30th year of Optiplex. So we've been 30 years uh, uh, with the Optiplex brand in the industry. And as I said, you know, what's happened over the years is our customers have become confused with the, the sheer depth of desktops available in the market. Uh, and trying to understand, decipher, you know, our offering or the market's offering from our competitors. And as I said, some of our competitors have over 30 different models. So we really felt that given the technology today, that there was no need to have this kind of alphabet numerical soup in terms of a, a range of products. And that really we could just have one product or one brand called Optiplex and design that product as I said, it can go up and down the price points and feature sets that uh, the IT and the end user is looking for. So we're really excited by that because that's a really bold move uh, when you think about what, you know, what are the competitors are doing in the marketplace with lots of models. We feel that we can address with our one brand, we can compete with those 20 odd, 30 odd products uh, that we see from our competition in the, pro in the market because We've designed it right and ultimately, you know, it makes the buyer experience easy when they're going online to be able to look at these devices. It's very simple to see what we have versus going from screen to screen versus different series and trying to determine the differences. So we're really excited by that. It, the technology is great, but just to help, you know, customers and simplify the purchase experience for them, uh, but without compromising the experience they have is really exciting for us this year. And it's our 30th anniversary. It's kind of poignant that we started with one product with Optiplex. 30 years on, we're going back to having one brand in that portfolio. So it's really exciting for us. How do you see the technology evolving uh, to meet the market's needs? Well, later this year, uh, March timeframe, we'll see the introduction of the new Intel 13th generation core hybrid processor. So the performance bar continues to be raised uh, from a processor point of view, again, to make sure that we're giving users the best experience they can. In addition to that, again, we have a high performance processor. We need to make sure that we've got a high performance subsystem to serve the processor. So we'll also see the introduction of DDR5 memory and not ensure that, you know, the, the processor is getting, you know, the information it needs as fast as possible. Hard disks are pretty much redundant. We talked about that earlier. We killed them off last year. And we see that uh, one, like the Windows 11 hard drive uh, was becoming a bottleneck. So if you're running Windows 11 on a hard drive, it's it's not a great experience. So we, we, we saw that pretty early in the piece. So we also focused on, we saw the, the cost of solid state drives declining over time. So we felt it was the right time last year to actually kill off the hard drive and really focus on solid state drive, you know, where we saw that, you know, high performance um, drive and reliability uh, be able to come in at a price point where we've traditionally seen a hard drive. Now, obviously, we don't get the same capacity as a mechanical hard drive, but ultimately the user is getting higher performance 
better reliability. And we felt from a long-term point of view, again, talking about those long five-year life cycles potentially for a desktop PC, it was the right decision. And Microsoft recently has dictated as well that they're actually recommending moving forward that the hard drive not be the boot drive for Windows 11. So we're well ahead of that curve. We started that a year ago, but we're now building on that with newer technology around the 13th gen Com processor, DDR5, and also those solid state disks. It can often be a challenge for IT departments to get budget for a hardware refresh. What are the most powerful arguments they can use to loosen the purse strings for investment in the new Optiplex range? Yeah, like IDC survey, it's called a Future Enterprise Resilience and Spending Survey in 2022. You know, focus on three top priorities. Number one was customer satisfaction. Two was operational efficiency. And three was employee productivity. You know, and there was a number of ways that when we look at that report, how we can help customers. You know, one way is you can obviously uh, uh, go with your traditional leasing model. So that's where a customer wants to reduce their capital expense and they basically uh, want to still manage the device. So basically, you're paying a, a fee per seat per month, but you're still managing uh, the, the device. So your, your device costs are predictable, but your IT uh, management costs could be still variable. So follow on from that and becoming really popular is PC as a service. So again, that's where we modernize the employee experience while reducing IT costs for a monthly payment. And how we do that is, you know, we take care of the, the IT service inside of things, along with obviously you get the device in that one monthly payment. So for example, we provide that zero touch deployment that provides that day one productivity. What that basically means is you have a new employee starting, we send them that device, they plug it in and it's ready to go out of the box. There's been zero touch to it. They, in essence, plug it in and they're ready to be productive day one. Uh, second to that, we also provide a comprehensive security and unified management. So we'll manage those devices and help secure those devices, especially for those small businesses that may not have, you know, a SOC. They may not have a CISO. We can be their CISO. We can be their SOC. Um, and then the third thing that we can do is uh, we can help customers with is that predictive support with our Pro Support Plus or Pro Support Flex. Uh, we also commissioned a report for Forrester around this. And Forrester suggested that based on PC as a service that you'd have a 20% reduction in device lifecycle services cost. You would accelerate device refreshes on average every two years because you no longer have to have the, the full dollar amount to buy a new system because you're now paying a monthly fee, you can refresh your devices faster, which obviously if you're a user, it's nice to get a shiny new device every two years. And then lastly, but not least, you know, a five-day reduction in deployment and a five-day improvement in support ticket resolution times. So making sure the user is up and running or when they have a problem, it's resolved very quickly. Jeff, we're coming to the end of the podcast. So what's one thing you'd like our listeners to take away from today's chat? I'm going to cheat and I'm going to ask you for three. So I'd say, first one is 2023 is the right time for refresh. You know, if you think about it, if you've had new systems with Windows 7 and Windows 8, you need to look at refreshing, you, you know, uh, you need to look at refreshing your device, Windows 11. It'll re reduce your security costs. It'll improve your employees' experience and obviously improve sustainability. 
Um, with that, you know, the other thing is we're also launching a new portfolio. We've listened to our customers and we've simplified their offering. Check out our new Optiplex portfolio. You'll find the, yeah, the browsing experience and the purchasing experience a lot simpler versus what we've done in the past and versus our competition. And then lastly, you know, um, with that refresh, you've got the Intel 13 Gen Core processor. That allows us to have our Optiplex portfolio be the most secure and the most intelligent desktop PC. That's about all the time we have for today. Thanks to our speaker, Jeff Morris, for giving us so much insight into Dell Technologies Optiplex. If you'd like to know more about Dell Optiplex, please visit dell.com.au forward slash Optiplex. Thank you once again to our sponsor, Microsoft. Dell Technologies recommends Windows 11 Pro for business. Thanks again for listening. Goodbye and have a great day. 